ain't gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight. I gave up on doing CL tonight. Nothing good ever comes on wasting breath. Round and round on the floor, I wept. I ain't gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight. Gave up on doing CL tonight. Maybe not today, or maybe not tomorrow. I want every hour to get more sour. I ain't gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight. Gave up on doing CL tonight. Everything's wrong, everything stinks. Only thing that broken hallelujah is the kitchen sink. I ain't gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight. I gave up on doing CL tonight. If I hear those words one more time, don't sit very still and scream in my mind. I ain't gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight. I gave up on doing CL tonight. Everything's wrong, everything stinks. The only thing that broke a hallelujah is the kitchen sink. Well, hello, hello, hello. Hello, what's up? What's going on? Um, I just bought a car. No, you didn't. No. Oh, you didn't get in trouble for me. But uh, <laughs> welcome to the uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith 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 Talk oh. Relationship Podcast. Exactly. Oh. We're back again. Right. And um, we have a special guest for today. Hey. Really? Yeah. Ronald McDonald's in the house. Yeah. No. No. Yes. <laughs> right. yes. Big Macs for everyone. Chicken McNuggets. <laughs> you know. uh, actually, we. Uh, I'm going to let her introduce herself. She's going to say her name and last name, but she is, uh, I would say she is, a, she is a woman with a lot of hats. Uh, she works at Zany's. Uh, I would say she's a, she's a manager at Zany's mm-hmm. in Old Town, but um, she does everything, basically. Zany's so. is a comedy club <laughs> Zanies in Chicago, is a comedy for club just, in, just in case those thank people you. who they live in Sheboygan, hey. they listen to our podcast, right. don't know what Zany's is. <laughs> Zany's is uh, one of the top comedy clubs in Chicago, and she runs the place. Yeah, she, she's <laughs> the boss. She is the big <laughs> boss. Little did my boss know right. I'm running the joint. Right. <laughs> yes, so, correct. Uh, go ahead, please give it up for the one and only, okay, our audience, audience, audience. <laughs> like, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Oh right. One and all. <laughs> Well, yeah, what's your, introduce yourself. Uh, <laughs> my name is Jenna Dalgetty, and yes, indeed, I am the office manager over at Zany's. Um, I've been there about seven years, almost eight years now. Wow. Yeah, and uh, started off in the box office, mm-hmm. went up to office manager, also includes house managing when necessary, uh, doing social media stuff, doing, you know, paying the bills, hiring the staff, all uh, that. Uh, doing the audio. Oh, the yeah. music, yep. introduction, mm-hmm. producing shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. The, yeah, they. Uh, uh, I think really because Bert just didn't want to deal with uh, um, uh, showcases anymore. Right, right. So he sort of passed those off to me and Cindy. So mm-hmm. yes, I produce, I curate, I, um, I book the female funny showcase mm-hmm. that happens the third Monday at uh, every third Monday of the month at Zany's Comedy Club. Right, and you know what? I actually emailed her. I was set to do a show. I was like, "Hey, there's a storm. Uh, are we still doing?" He's like, "The show must go on." I mean, yep. there's literally like, um, th- you know, on TV and stuff like that. They said, "Stay home, <laughs> don't go out." Yep. And then the show went on, and there's people that came and and um, watched the show. Oh yeah, yeah. I re- I mean that's that's typical. I remember, um, God, three years ago. Some February where the blizzards always come in. Mm-hmm. Um, had one, right? Like started coming in around six o'clock at night, right before we were gonna start like opening doors. Huge blizzard. Like oh I think God. we probably got at least three feet of snow in wow. that blizzard. And yes, indeed, show went on. Show. It was on a Tuesday night where we usually do our good neighbor promotion. Mm-hmm. So like surrounding zip codes get free admission. Um, and yeah, the locals were like, "Well, I don't want to sit at home. Zanies is open. Let's right. go. Right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> what am I gonna do? It's a blizzard going on. Ah, I can suckle the Zanies. Yeah, <laughs> they have booze. Let's do this. Right, <laughs> right. That's what I noticed with the Chicago, um, Chicago audience or people in Chicago. It doesn't matter rain, snow, sleet. It could be hot. The show, their concert will still go on. I mean, yep. a lot of Palooza. There was a storm. They. Oh. They kind of say, okay, you guys have to get out of this place. But then they're like, okay, uh, you guys are we're starting back again. So it's like like nothing ever happened. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's I think, one of the really, really fun things about Chicago. It's, you know, pretty much no matter what, no matter what the time, what the weather, you'll always be able to find something to do. Yeah, right. that's what's great about this city is that you can find 
anything anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, people go out in the winter, you know, they, like they, nothing is happening. They designed the bars for the winter. You know, they put oh, these yeah. little heater things outside so you can, you know, yeah, so you can smoke, you yeah. can smoke, right? <laughs> and then that the where you put your jacket like underneath the bar. Oh yeah. So I was like, wow. I was like, what? I mean. You know, I came from California, so when I came here, I was like, man, how am I going to survive? Like, do people go out? How do people, do you go to grocery store? Yes, they do go to the grocery store. They they <laughs> act like nothing happened. Yeah. Like, happening, happening. And you want to know how we survive? Liquor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> of booze. <laughs> and it's like, you know, um, in Chicago, there's like the four o'clock uh, bar that's mm-hmm. late, open uh, open late. And in California, like, last call is one thirty. I'm like... Nope. How boring! You're yeah. supposed to be California. Well, well, figure that. So when I moved to Chicago, um, I grew up in Puerto Rico. So basically, in Puerto Rico, I don't know about now, but there is no cutoff time. So cool. you can. So say you go out, and, and as long as the place is open and there's people in there, they'll stay open. You know, and I've like I used to bartend, so you know I would leave the, you know the bar at five o'clock in the morning, and then we would go somewhere afterwards and and to hang out, and then you know. Wow. But uh, when I came to Chicago, uh, my earlier roommates that I had, we went out and we were like, you know, let's go hang out. We were all from Puerto Rico. And next thing we know, they're turning on the lights. And I'm like, what? It's too early. And, and you know, it's I think it was like 3 o'clock in the morning or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, well, let's go. And so this guy was passing out these flyers. And he's like, oh, right. after hour spot, after hour spot. And, <laughs> I, and I'm like, oh, cool. Let's go there. You know, and uh, we get there. The cover charge was 10 bucks to get in. So I'm like, well, that's fine. You know, we'll just pay ten dollars, get in, and hang out a little, because we want to still want to hang out. We get in there and we say, okay, can we uh, order some drinks? And he's like, no, we don't serve drinks. What? And I'm like, what? What so, else do you serve? So he's <laughs> like, no, we don't sell drinks because the the hour, the dry hour is now, so we can't sell, serve anything until seven thirty in the morning. And I'm like, well, well, why would you have a bar that's after hours and it's open? And he said, oh, well, this is for, you know, tweakers and stuff like that who come in here. To <laughs> Tweaker? So if you want to hop glue or, or spray paint, you, <laughs> you go know? there. Yeah, and, and I'm like, what? If your name is Bill Cosby, come on. <laughs> so, you know, so he's like, you know, we, you know, people who do, uh, you know, ecstasy or stuff like that, and, uh-huh. and they just come there to hang out and party some more, you know. Mm. They're already high, you know, so the people who drink, so uh, we got juice, you know, and I'm like, what? <laughs> but he got him here. You need to come down from your e, right? <laughs> right. Some orange juice. Yeah. It's and like uh, if you think about it, you know, people that do ecstasy, they need a lot of water. So it's like, uh, huh? Uh, uh, yeah. So I, I, and then I, I tried. I was like, well, I'm gonna leave. I said, well, what's the purpose of being here? And and uh, and the place was empty anyway. And and so when we tried, we left. He's like, well, can we have our money back? And it's like, no, you can't have your money back. I'm like, I just walked in <laughs> you, under a false pretense, and then you won't even give my money back. And and they were like, well, you, if you come back later, uh, you can get what? it for free. <laughs> I'm like, I would never come back to this place again. And I never did. I mean, well, actually, I did. It became the Crocodile. I don't know if you guys oh, remember yeah. that. Yeah. But okay, not, not yeah. in Wicker Park. There was, it was one on Harrison mm-hmm. used to be. And, oh. and uh, they closed. I mean, they didn't condo there now right <laughs> <laughs> probably so. right it's a loft this is a loft yes <laughs> yeah that, i mean it's a place. so that's the thing about chicago it's like no matter what there's always something to do in summer it's like i never want to leave summer in chicago it's the mm-hmm. best like um well when it comes around because it's past <laughs> yeah. three years we haven't got a summer mm-hmm. right but but whatever know. summer we had, it was like I'm not. I don't want to go to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just want to hang out because I know and it's it's cold. That's when you go on vacation. Oh, so it's yeah. like really opposite. Like people are like, why do people go on vacation like in February and winter? It's like because it's cold here. So we yep. need we go to like Florida. We go to the Caribbean. Like you know, oh, snowbirds. Yeah. We go up like goodbye. And some mm-hmm. people that live here, they live half of the time here and half of the time. Somewhere where it's warm. I yeah. wish. Yeah. Which I noticed, makes sense. I noticed that trend, actually, because I uh, also produce and help host and stage manage. Oh, she helps host. Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for um, burlesque and, like, kind of variety shows. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the burlesque performers I know, that's been a huge trend in the last couple of years mm-hmm. to get out of town, especially to New Orleans in the uh, in the cold months. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. New Orleans oh, yeah. is awesome especially for burlesque oh you know, yeah the music. it's got a big burlesque scene really oh yeah mm. um and just super fun city uh and it's perfect in the winter time to go there i had a friend who went to tulane and uh-huh. um 
I remember I went down there one time when her semester started, and that was in you know August. Awful, so <laughs> humid. Oh my and gosh, gross. sticky. Wow. Yep, yeah, exactly. Is that you just can't escape it? Right. So it's like some or like winter time. Perfect time. I, my uh, my girlfriend and I took a road trip down there. Mm-hmm. We were there for about a week, and we uh, went in like one of the last we actually missed one of the last snow days up here mm-hmm. in March. Nice. So like we're oh. like, oh this is perfect. Oh, this yeah. is a nice little getaway. Right. <laughs> Sometimes like when you leave here and the weather is semi whatever, it's okay. Like one time I left here I had a light jacket on. I came back and it was freezing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I'm I wasn't even prepared for it. You know, I had to like Catch a cab because it was like this is ridiculous. You I just off the train because you don't even know once you, you, know, you get off the airplane, you get on the train. You don't even. I mean, oh, you're no. not in the outside. Right. Yeah. And then especially if you ride the blue line. Then I got off the blue line downtown. And it was like whoa. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is not what I was expecting. Right. <laughs> you, you just never know with like the weather in Chicago. So, like, I always have a jacket, mm-hmm. uh, pair, uh, shoes, just in case. Um, you know, it snows or something. She's and got a backpack full of uh, <laughs> just other just yeah. stuff, clothing options. Just in case if I have to go to Everest and hike. Exactly, you know. I'm ready. I have my yeah. Sherpa. Right. That, that would be cool, though. Like, to have a Sherpa. Sherpa. Have a Sherpa. Yeah. I was like, I'm go going, get me coffee. I'm going to Wicker Park. Can, I need a Sherpa. Let's go. Right. Take me. I was like, oh my gosh, they can really do it. He's gonna give you directions, right? You get on expressway. <laughs> you see, there's the train. Right, there's the this train. Bus will take you right there. Right. I will be with you, but I will get no credit for it. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, they it's do. true. It's true. It's true. I mean, they they climb the mountains millions of so times, so many times, yep. and then. Uh, the, the hikers, oh, the first man on Everest. Yeah, this guy lives up there. Yeah, you know. no, I'm like sure a, that Sherpa was there right. long before right. we were. Joe the Sherpa. <laughs> Joe <Right>. the Sherpa. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. It's like they're used to that weather, like having like yeah. not a lot of air. It's like the, you, you get, you adapt to it. Because mm-hmm. I remember when I first, um, when I went back to California after, you know, living in Chicago, everyone was cold. I was like, it's not cold. I'm warm. Oh, yeah. You know, so that's a big thing. Right. It's like, no, no. It's like, like when people were wearing like big jackets, like 60 degrees. <laughs> what are you talking about? Why are you busting out your North face? <laughs> right. I know, right? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> no, that There's was my no cousin. Snow. My cousin grew up in the, like he and I grew up in the Northwest suburbs mm-hmm. and he moved out to LA like, oh God, how long ago? Oh, shoot. Eight years ago, ten years ago, something like that. Um, he he's a writer for television, and he, whenever he comes back for family gatherings, he's always like, "Oh my god, it's so cold!" I'm like, "What are you talking about? Right. It's seventy degrees." He's like, Man, "I'm not used to this. I didn't bring a jacket." <laughs> oh like, you grew up in this. What is your problem? He's like buying the 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 hand he yeah, yeah exactly you know? right. like, wow. hand packs at Walgreens. It's crazy because like what you live here long enough and you look at like fifty degrees, it's like, "Oh, it's nice out." Oh okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go for a run. Yeah, outside like, and yeah. let's go have a picnic at like <laughs> Grant Park. It's like, well, and that's Chicago. Absolutely, we are like the eternal optimists in terms of weather. The yeah. second right. it gets warm, this, that first warm day in spring, everyone's just losing their mind. Yeah, yeah. I was wearing Beach shorts, and yeah. Yeah, right, walking around. And I was bikes. like, it's not that warm, but you know what? Like, and I noticed too, like, you know, because you know, coming from California, we never want to eat out side because it's like the really? sun uh, you know the sun we're, we always see the sun so it's not like mm, no we go inside where there's ac <laughs> but here it's like oh let's sit outside oh you know everyone's oh, yeah, fighting patios. Oh, yeah. yeah patios and that everyone has like uh you know like a rooftop, rooftop. deck like oh you have a rooftop deck That's i was wondering like cool. why did you all think of that earlier like you know what i'm saying like like it's <laughs> a fad now but it's like this is like the greatest idea. Like, how could you have you not have thought of this for decades, 20 right. years ago? You yeah. know, right. but <laughs> it's like, it's so cool. Like, I mean, and then people do it just to like be seen, you know, they hang oh out my the, God. Oh. the posh places. Ugh, they want to be out. That's the best. They dress oh. up. <laughs> oh, what's the, there's the, um, uh, by uh, Vertigo, the Vertigo Lounge on top of the Dana. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the best. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> I was at that hotel one night, and we're just like, yeah, let's let's go That's check out the rooftop. Right. Deck. And it was like, I think October, so it was cold. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was breezy. It was a cold night. And, um, you know, they still had the rooftop open. They had these giant fire pits. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, like, and, like, little benches all around them, super tight, right around them. So, you know, everyone's sitting around the fire. And there are some, like, drunk Linkin Park Trixies just, <laughs> like, in between the benches and the fire pits. No. And just, like, 
swaying on their heels. Oh, my God. oh no! Yeah. I hope they didn't too fall much into the drink. pit. <laughs> I know. We were like, oh my God. My friend and I were just actually I, my girlfriend and I uh-huh. we were like, oh my God, what? We're just watching, waiting for this train wreck. Right. <laughs> like, this is going to be brilliant. Let's, let's see the dress catch on fire. Yeah. And then the bouncer came out. He's like, all right, folks, everyone inside. Oh. We're closing it down. Uh. <laughs> it's like, you know, there's a lot of people that drink in Chicago. And it's just, I hardly, you never really hear people falling off, except for that one thing years ago. Like, falling off um, a rooftop, uh, a rooftop oh, yeah. because they're so drunk. But I think the the... Security guard are pretty good at like, hey, here. Oh yeah, you're yeah. Cut a, lot off. Of, a lot of those rooftops, the 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 railings are pretty high, so I mean, you yeah. Can, like, fall but off. there's always that one person who right? ruins it for everyone. Right. <laughs> no more rooftops. It's like it's like somebody falls off, they'll they'll probably start banning rooftops. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. We're closing down all the rooftops like across the, lake. the city. Yeah, because it was like one little boy who like drifted off in the lake a long time ago with a little floating device. Really? Yeah. So that's why you couldn't have you can't have floating devices in the lake. Like you what? can't. You can't. Whoa. I never knew. Yeah. I didn't know so like years ago, a little boy was on his floating device, and and he floated out the riptide, whatever the tide took him out, and and so he drowned, I guess. And cool. so they prohibited you having any floater. That's why you don't see anybody in the in the lake with. I never. Floater. I mean, yeah, I, I never, never thought about, thought that. about I didn't that. Know that. Yeah. And so, and that's why, like you know, for the surfing thing, they just started allowing that because oh. they kind of like fought for that you know like stand up paddleboard surfing on yeah. lake michigan yeah yeah getting the high curl waves let's yeah. go <laughs> well, they do I, I was surprised because i grew up surfing in puerto rico okay and then i found out later they said oh they surf here and i'm like it's what? crazy Where? there's it, people surfing when it's like so it's usually like when the wind right when the winds blow in at a certain angle and it creates waves but it's usually in the winter mm-hmm. time so you have to put on uh, like a really thick oh wetsuit yeah but people go out there there's a picture um of this surfer dude like like his beard is frozen. Yeah, There's like ice, a icicles. Like he's like a. His face. <laughs> he was like a Santa Santa Claus surfer. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's awesome. Yeah, and and so it's and then like you know it's strange to me to see like people on a like a little boat thing you know, like when you go on the lake. Oh, the rowboats. The yeah. rowboats. The, the lifeguards. Like, and you like waste up and they're like, oh, I gotta go. Camp back pass, up, go back up. up. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't I don't get it because when you swim and you go to like uh, let's say you go to Cabo San Lucas or you go to Mexico go on vacation or Caribbean there's no you you well. are on your own <laughs> so <laughs> nope. if you don't know how to right. swim you that's you drown you drown well right. there's there's well even in the ocean there's like rip ties but supposedly you hear a lot of rip ties too and they can just drag you off really quick and then the mm-hmm. water is so cold sometimes in certain areas that you can get hypothermia and just like oh yeah be gone that but. I can. You know. But uh, yeah, I think they're a little exaggerated sometimes. Uh, yeah. The <laughs> and to uh, to to put this out there, right. I've actually never swam what in like off of a Chicago beach in Lake Michigan. Really? Never have. Wow. I'm kind of terrified of it because E. coli. Oh, oh okay. yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you constantly and I, I know um Cameron Esposito has a bit about this mm-hmm. where like, you know, the beaches are closed one day because there was high traces of E. coli in the water. The next day they're back open because right. suddenly, no, it's You're, fine now. The right. levels are back down. Yeah, right? It's like what do you got a big thing of chlorine? Yeah. <laughs> how did that how did that change so quickly? Right. What happened? I, I don't I didn't re- I mean I'm I'm more afraid of the the amoeba eating brain, but brain eating amoeba that's like in the lake. It's not in our lake. It's like in the places where it's like a small. It's more like what's smaller than a lake? A pond. I don't know, a pond, a pond, or something like that. <laughs> An that, inlet. That it's, uh, it's, a it's, puddle it's of muddy water <laughs> that nobody cleans out. But people, creek? people have died. Like it's, it's mostly in Florida, uh. and I was like. Oh, well, poor Florida. kid. It went up their nose and went in their brain. I'm like, oh, oh God. God. Oh, my God. Well, up their nose. Yeah. I, but we I, don't have I that. Think my worst fear, like, I do triathlons, and, and so I swim in that oh. area. And my worst fear is seeing a dead body <laughs> floating up. A, a leg. A leg. I think that's oh. valid. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's like the only worst fear, fear. Of, of swimming, you know. I don't know. I'm probably freak. I mean, I, obviously, I freak out, but. Well, my thing is, like, uh, you know, uh, I, I didn't do the triathlon this year, but I did go out and swim. I kept on thinking about poo poo. Like, what if there's a 
floating <laughs> pool right next to me i would just freak out <laughs> you know what is that movie with like the baby ruth log that everyone oh. thinks is a terrible <laughs> <Right. in the laughs> pool <laughs> you just suddenly see that floating across like, the top oh. of the water oh, no. <laughs> i think i'm gonna get out now <laughs> right so I, tr- I try not think to think about it you know so i was like i just keep going <laughs> it's right. not in there right. it's not in it's there, not in right. there. Right. At you least know, it's you not like stroking and then you grab something. Oh, what's oh, that? No. oh <laughs> that is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. It's just a leg. Don't, oh. It's okay. Yeah. It's it's biological. It's, it's, it's Jimmy right. Hoffa's legs. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Jimmy Hoffa. Seriously, I <laughs> probably is. I don't Michigan, even know who so. Jimmy Hoffa. Is. I know you don't know who Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, is? He's a gangster. He's mm. not a gangster. He no. was he was a the union boss. Uh, union boss. Mm-hmm. That's what they said. Uh-huh. <laughs> the union well, boss. Well, he pissed off the mob. He, yeah, he pissed off the mob, and then yeah. they, they got rid of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. Oh, because there's um a rumor that there's they found um a car that is because all the drought that's happening in California, just the water is going oh. down, and there's a it's a car. In Palmdale, California, and there's like a dead body in there. So everyone's thinking it's Jimmy Hoffa. So they're saying it's Jimmy Hoffa's body. I was like, the thing is, every time they find something, there's always Jimmy Hoffa. You know? Oh yeah, some like unidentified aged body. Right. Oh, that must be. We found a a, a oil empty oil drum buried somewhere. It must be Jimmy (laughs) Jimmy Hoffa. Must be. I'm sure they cut off his body parts and fed it to. Yeah, I mean, who knows where he is? I mean, they might have he might paid him some money and told him disappear. Go went into witness protection. Yeah, yeah, he you might. He might be. He might be in Italy. Hey, why not? I yeah. would go. It's like Italy. <laughs> You're like, gonna sure. pay for yeah. everything. Why don't we just go to the, where the mafia originated? You know, <laughs> go to Sicily. Off, yeah, hey, Jimmy Hoffa. I'm Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> you know, you know where that voice is coming from. <laughs> it's your, uh, your your Asian uh, Italian right. mob. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's an Asian Italian mobster. Hey, like a lobster. <laughs> that sounds know. like that's like Jersey or Jersey or somebody that's really constipated. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> One of the two, or right. all old people from Jersey oh, sound like they're right. constipated. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna use that voice. Kaopectic man. This show. This show specifically is a special show because Jenna's here, but yeah. it's also a relationship based show. Mm-hmm. So we talk about relationships and asked questions um, that we all answer to the best of our abilities and our experience as you know, with our relationship in the as past and stuff as like as that. As professionals on relationships. Yeah, because yeah. we are professionals, Uh-oh. right? Oh, <laughs> yes. So I actually went to school for this. Right. Yeah, the uh, Young Professionals of Relationship School. Yeah, <laughs> we, we have a PH. The, uh, the, the YP. PH, y, YP. I can't even say <laughs> See, you can tell I wasn't even paying attention in school because exactly. I, right. I can't even acronym that. <laughs> All but right. Anyway, yeah, the show is about uh, relationships, so we try to answer questions uh, that people submit. Right. Best so you got some questions? Yes. Okay. So thank you for our listeners out there that's been sending and emailing us at RamonLeahSmith at gmail.com. So here you go. Um, my girlfriend has a habit of taking me to dinner with her friends. I don't feel comfortable with, her, with hanging out with strangers. I'm an introvert. The, the thought of uh, going out with strangers stresses me out. I'm not as outgoing as my girlfriend. I prefer to stay home, watch the game, and drink beer. This is a new relationship, and um, I want I want to make sure that it works out. Um, is it rude to let her know that I'd rather stay home? Well, first of all, if you just started dating and she's taking you out with her friends, I don't know how great Ew. of a relationship this is. <laughs> you know, I don't know if she's serious or not. Um, you got to talk to her and say, hey, listen, uh, can we go out by ourselves? That's fine. You know, I'm pretty sure they do, right? But hopefully they do. Yeah. Yeah, and, or else. And then maybe she's a psycho and she doesn't want him to leave her side, you know. <gasps> oh, yeah. never out of my sight. You know? Right. But yeah, I mean, I would just say, hey, look, uh, we're just going to chill at home tonight while you go out with your friends. Why don't you, and, and say it in a nice way, you know, hey, why don't you uh, just hang out with the girls, make it a girls' night? And uh, here's a group on get out of here. <laughs> I'm going to stay home. Here you go. You know? What do you think? Uh, you know, I, I agree that uh, absolutely you can pass every now and then. Say, hey, if you want to go out with your friends, go ahead, go out with your friends. I just want to have a night in. Totally valid because you should have some you time. Yeah. Right. But, you know, also part of a relationship is their friends. 
Right. You know, that's part and parcel. Mm-hmm. And I believe me, I get it because I'm not a big like, yeah, group outings all the time. Let's right. do this. Uh, you know, I'm not the, you know, uh, I can be sociable. I can do all that. I'm not the social butterfly, however. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but you have to do that every now and then. You should get to know their friends. You should go out and experience that with them because that's a facet of a relationship and that's helps you something get to that you have to give up <laughs> yeah. as a man you need well, I mean, to you, give up you have to, you have to your be, freedom you have to befriend her friends i mean yeah. obviously because right. they're they're her friends and they're they're gonna be there no matter what yeah. you know right and the fr- if the friends don't like you then you out yeah you out yeah right. you out but i mean I, if they don't like you it must be something wrong with you you know but yeah, right and you know that goes the this other way too she should go out with your friends yeah. as well she should get to know your friends but not that close to the guy no. <laughs> you no, don't well, wanna. right but you don't want to be like oh yeah you go ahead make a guy's night out <laughs> <laughs> i'll stay home but you go out with my guys <laughs> right well i think maybe she's trying to introduce um her boyfriend to her friends mm-hmm. that's probably why you know so yeah. maybe after a few hanging out with her girlfriends yeah, you know, or yeah. her friends then i think it's fine like you can say hey i want to stay home and watch the game yeah i mean that's you gotta it. go out yeah you gotta go out one or tw- once or twice you know get to know her friends and, and that's that's cool and then after that yeah like you said because i know you don't like to always go out like mm, all right i want to watch the game well it depends on going out means because i'm kind of past that era of hanging out at clubs and stuff like that you <laughs> know so i'd rather i'd rather go to a you know a pub or a bar and just watch tv and you know sit there or whatever mm-hmm. or talk with people you know I, like i don't like buying bottles and dancing on couches and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You're not Tom Cruise. Uh, okay. Okay. This second one is, uh, well, I hope you, this uh, questions or answers are helpful to you, dude. Um, <laughs> wow. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Thanks, dude, for dude. chiming in. <laughs> um, I'd, okay. So this second one is, I have a crush on one of the girls in my class. She's definitely the most beautiful woman in our class i'm also a woman and proud of my gender how should i how should i approach her or ask her out so she's she's a female who likes a female in the class yeah and she's asking how to approach her yeah hmm. well i I, w- I mean my opinion find out if she likes women as well you know right because some people may get offended <laughs> you, you could know? say questions like do you like Ellen DeGeneres? <laughs> <laughs> so Rosie O'Donnell, right. scale so one to ten, how do you feel? <laughs> but she's like, oh, I don't really like Rosie, but I like Ellen. It's like, <laughs> oh crap. Okay, next question. What else is a question that one would ask? Yeah. How do you f- how do you sniff out the lesbian in the room? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's uh, I say you know no matter what whether you're in the if you're gay or straight it's always scary to ask someone that you might be interested in because it's like mm-hmm. your nerves and all these yeah. things it's everything is just like ultra like times uh a hundred because i know the first time we went on a date i wanted to cancel because i was scared mm-hmm. i was scared i wanted to cancel it's not like i didn't know him I, we were friends before but i i just felt like this is something different so i was like i need to cancel because i was trying to like I'm scared, you know, so. um, Well, my opinion, I say get to know her, you know, hey, approach her and and talk to her and and kind of befriend her. And then you get to know more of her and then you can tell, okay, well, she, you know, she's interested in women as well or Mm -hmm. she might not be, you know. Actually, you may not like her after talking to her. Exactly, because beauty alone is not enough to like, you know, you can. What if she takes her makeup off and then she's like, whoa, you're a different person. I mean, not (laughs) just that, her personality, you know. She's going to be the beautiful, beautiful, most beautiful person in the world and you're a horrible human being, you know. She's like into stabbing people. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Actually, I'm a serial killer by night. But I'm cute, right? Well, she'd, be like, she'd be like, oh, how you doing? Oh, I'm nice. Uh, uh, oh, you see that black dude? <laughs> <laughs> Attack him! <laughs> or, or, or he's like wiping her, wiping her, uh, her, uh, her coffee cup when you go out on a date. The, the oh, way, it's the, wiping the, off fingerprints. Yeah, the, oh, the oh, she doesn't okay. leave any evidence. Huh. Like, what are you doing? Um, nothing. Uh-huh. I'm just I'm I I, I have a, a neat tendencies. Right. I need to clean. My, it's my OCD. It's my OCD. <laughs> I'm a type A personality. I want everything <laughs> perfect. Right. Um, what about you? No, you know, 
there's so many facets to this. There really are. I mean, first off, is it just a physical attraction? Right. Do you really want to, like, get to know them and see where this crazy thing could take you and maybe, you know, five years down the road, get married? Right. You know, what are you looking they for? They just move in. I'm just yeah, kidding. <laughs> exactly. That's two days, two <laughs> dates two later. Right. Right. Two they days move later. in. <laughs> now, you know, it's, it's, do you just want to bone them? If that's the case, mm -hmm. it's a very simple thing. Just say, hey, I find you attractive. Right. I just thought that you should know that. And that can go on. Jenna's way. very direct. You well, no, well I, I mean, mean, you got it. I mean, some, it's not direct, but you in a nice way, you know. Yeah, you know. And because telling someone that they're attractive can go so many different ways, all depending on where the person you tell is coming from. Like, right, right. So, like, you know, they might have some feminist proclivities and say something like, uh, excuse me, don't just judge me on my beauty. Oh, my gosh. Or, <laughs> you know, you might get someone who can actually, you know, who loves to be flattered and like, oh, right. yes, tell I me more. You find me pretty? What do you find me pretty? Like, right. what, what about me? Do you like you my know? new fake eyelashes? Yeah. So, it, I mean, it could go so many different ways. Mm -hmm. And also how you approach it. If yeah. you're like, baby. You're hot. You're hot. I uh, want to bang you. Bang, how bang about it. it? Hey, baby. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm Jimmy Hoffa. You're going to go in the so back seat of my car. <laughs> it's a red car. It's on there. <laughs> right. You know, so it could go so many ways. It all depends on what you're looking for. But no matter what, you know, I, I come from the idea like it doesn't hurt to say something if yeah. you say it in, you know, as as mindful a way as possible in the right. sense like you know you don't say hey baby right. You, know, right you can say like hey you're you're an attractive person there you yeah. go i've i've, right. I've uh, been approached by you know uh guys you know and 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 i would i i, I don't get offended you know and i'm like oh i'm flattered you know but i'm like i'm not i'm not you know i'm straight and so they oh, okay you know whatever and they, you know yeah. but i rather them do that than to like Maybe you like rubbing on me, or you know, <laughs> and, and, and right. you know, trying to, hey, hey Ramon, Where, are you I, going to manhole? Right. Later <laughs> on? And, like, and yes, I am happy to see you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like, okay, I'd rather you not do that than than, yep. than say, exactly. hey, give me the yeah. respect and say, hey, you know. And I'm, and I mean, it's a it's a compliment, like when a woman, at, you know, says, yeah. I was like, oh, thank you. I was like, I appreciate it. You know, that means. I'm cute too in the lesbian community, like you know. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I'm married, you know." I was like, "Oh, well, tell your husband, you know." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, thanks. yeah." You know, but you feel like you. Well, feel you never good. told me. Well, I'm telling <laughs> you now. <laughs> uh -oh. She said, "Tell your husband." <laughs> uh, there, I just told you. <laughs> and now you just tell me on right, this podcast. Right. Somebody tells you, "Tell your husband." <laughs> <laughs> you tell your. Husband. You tell your husband. I mean, especially like I came from San Francisco. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. queer so, central. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. So it's like. Hey, if, if somebody thinks I'm cute, I'm cute. <laughs> well, and that's exactly it. it. If it's meant to be a compliment and not in, you know, some sort of derogatory way. Right. You know, like, and and I guess that's sort of where the gray area comes in is some people think that's in, baby, you're hot. Right. Some people think that they're giving a compliment when mm -hmm. they do that. And it's like, mm, Especially gross. like con construction workers. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the, the construction workers get a bad rap. <laughs> it's always the construction right? worker. Give me off. It's like, <laughs> hey, baby. Yeah, exactly. You know. With their hard hats and their right. <laughs> safety vests. How about some of that bread and all this meat? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, that's what they want to hear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that's what they want to hear when they're on their way to work. Right. You know? right. <laughs> like they took what, whatever time it took to get ready and make their oh. face up. And then first thing I want to hear when I walk outside is somebody like, hey, how about this sausage for that bun? <laughs> I'm at it. Yeah. yeah uh, there you go. I guess it's the objectification yeah. as opposed to actually a mindful, com like a thoughtful compliment. Right. right? Like, if you put some thought, like, yeah, I find you attractive. Or you okay. could be like a, a construction guy, that, and then you have a nice buns. You know, you could say, oh, I like your outfit. You yeah. look nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think you, you have look a elegant. Yes. Oh, right. Oh, is that Chanel? <laughs> <laughs> you look very breathtaking this morning. Yes. You, you, Here's my heart hat. Yes, right. my lady. Right, lady. <laughs> I tip my heart hat off to you. <laughs> that might work actually, because you know you never know. Like what? Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. he's sensitive. Mm, exactly. I mean, he's muscular. 
He's nice. He's got a job and he's part of the union. There you go. He's got benefits. And he's I have benefits, daddy right? issues, so why not? I'm just kidding. All right. All I right. mean, I know it's always intimidating to find out, like, especially for me, because I'm queer. I came out. Smokey! Oh, no. Sorry. Our, wow. our cat. Our Smoke? Cat. I have two, so I get it. She, you, she's got Smokey and she's going to freak out and think it's fire here and <laughs> run out of the studio. No. So our cat <laughs> has a bad habit of scratching the couch. And he ruined uh, our very expensive and so couch. Yep. We yep. have to... Get off that, Smokey. All right, well, don't ruin the show. Okay, by I won't ruin the show. Cat. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't, don't ruin Christmas. Right. Don't <laughs> ruin Christmas. Santa doesn't exist. I'm just kidding. Oh, hey, let me bleep that out. <laughs> That's it. That's getting edited. Somebody in Tacoma... Uh, might still believe in Santa Claus. Hey. One of our listeners. God bless him. Call right. in. Hey, I don't like your show. He's <laughs> like, this cat is just staring at me. All right, leave him alone. Okay, the show fine, must fine. go on. The show must go on. As right. Blizzards don't stop Blizzards zanies. don't stop We zanies. don't stop this podcast. Right, we don't stop this podcast for a cat. For cats. You know, like, I get it. It can be very intimidating trying to figure out if someone else is queer, too, because right. it's like, how do you say, like, are you of the sapphic persuasion? <laughs> <laughs> Are you a fellow with a limp wrist? You know, it's like, how do you, how do you broach that kind yeah. of thing? It's like, not my wrist is, is limp, but something else is not. <laughs> hey! Oh. So, like, I get it. That can be, uh, to me, when I first came out and was first trying to navigate, like, mm. women who like women? I like women? Do they like women? I don't know. Uh, when, did you, yeah. when did you first come out? Oh, when I first came out, uh, I was I was a late bloomer. I was 20, 20 21. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I mean, there was this girl that I worked with that I was attracted to. And I didn't know what her story was, but I just knew like I really wanted to be friends with her. And she was so great, and I loved hanging out with her. And like, and then it just finally dawned on me like, oh. I like like her. (laughs) (laughs) So then it was this whole thing with me like, okay, how do I approach that? What do I do with that? Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, you know, every day at work, it's like, well, what do I do? Uh, uh, how do I communicate with this I person I can't talk now? to her right now. Uh, right. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to talk like this to her now. Right. The rest of my <laughs> life. <laughs> I wonder if you ever run into her and you'd be like, Oh no, I I still I'm friends with her. I still see oh, her. Oh wow. Yeah. You're like you're the reason. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think you. Right. <laughs> no, but like it's it's a it's a tough uh, especially if you haven't done it regularly. Mm-hmm. Right. Um but it's also about building a community around right. you. Yeah. Like that was a thing for me cuz I didn't know any other queers growing up mm-hmm. until I started going to college in the city and then I started meeting other queers. You're like, "Oh, so right. that's where they are." <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. They are not in this part of the no, world. No, they're from. not in the suburbs. Not in the northwest suburbs. Right. They probably are, but they're just not. Yeah, they don't, they don't right. go out. They go to the city. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're one night live there on the train. Right. Uh, no, but you know, it's about building that community to help navigate that and meet other people who have those similar interests yeah. mm-hmm. makes it a little easier that way where right it's like, yeah. oh okay yeah i've heard you talk about your girlfriend i know you're gay right okay. right yeah. you know and then you'd be like oh pff, yeah <laughs> i know <laughs> you're cute i'm cute too haha <laughs> so oh so well, yeah so to answer your question <laughs> okay you know it's it's uh, it's not easy no, yeah, it's it's right. definitely not. But it's all about also being honest about what your intentions are. Right. Do you just want to bone them or do you actually like, do you want to get to know them? And then what happens if you get to know them? And yeah, they're like dumb as a box of rocks. Right. Right. You know, <laughs> you don't like them at all. Yeah. But if they're still attractive and they want to bone and you want to bone. Right. Awesome. Uh, bone. Hey, by all means. Yeah. You got. <laughs> I don't know the word <laughs> to say. Mm, I was going to say. Mm, Bonelicious, right. bonelicious. Anyways, <laughs> the, show, uh, the show is only a uh, certain amount of minutes oh, long. Okay. So all right. Well, you? it's all the cat's fault. Smokey was scratching oh, her. Smokey. Oh, yeah. Smokey. Okay. So next question is: I have been hiding a terrible se- secret from my boyfriend. Ooh. And we have been dating for about six months. And I oh. don't wipe the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't put. <laughs> and. I'm actually uh, married, separated, but I still communicate with my husband and know that he wants me back. However, I've moved on. Two questions I have for you guys is how can I tell my husband it's over 
And how can I tell my new boyfriend that I'm still married? Mm. Oh, well, well oh, that's, that's a lot. Use your mouth. Yeah, there's two <laughs> very easy ways. Say, hey, just so you know, I'm married but estranged from this person, so technically I'm still married to them. Um, and B, tell your husband, I don't want to be with you anymore. Right. And I know it sounds like, no, I, but I can't do that. That's just, no, so many reasons that I can't just say that because, like, children might be involved or, you know, something, right. who knows, whatever reason. But you just got to nut up and be honest. Yeah. Right. I think that's the most important thing and like, all these relationships and questions and stuff is to be honest. Mm -hmm. You know, if you were honest, you might be surprised at what the answer may be, you know, or not, you know, but being honest because you it's not fair for the other person you know? right you have to you can't be selfish and say okay well i'm gonna ride this as far as i can ride it but the thing is that it's never gonna go away mm -hmm. you know and then it, it probably be better if you just said it right now and said like you said like you know look i, I i'm separated from this guy or girl you know and, and mm -hmm. there's nothing going on but um i want to be honest with you you know and, and give you the choice of saying uh okay well i want to stay in this relationship because maybe something can be worked out later on, you know, or I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who might run back to their husband. I mean, I don't know. You say no, but still, you know, you never know, you know. Mm -hmm, so right. at least give him the chance or her the chance to to, to especially when know she's that. all sad and lonely. <laughs> I'm gonna call my husband. Right. He is still especially, my husband. Especially when that boyfriend <laughs> takes those trips, you know, away for business, and then her husband rings the phone. Hey, uh, I'm going to Mexico. What are you doing? <laughs> you want to go? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. And right. I think it's, there's so many issues with, with her questions. I mean, it's like you're sweeping your problems. You're just putting it on the side. But it's 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 there. But you think it's not there. But it's, mm -hmm. it's going to be there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a dot in your uh, head or something. Um, it's there. But then you try to cover it up with makeup. But it's still there. So what are you going to do? You Go to plastic surgery. Remove that dot. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, there's there's so many ways, but you know, like, you just have to be honest. I think. Yeah, I might be, honest have to be honest and, and say, hey, look, this is what it is, and, and then give each person the choice to say. Because her her new the, boyfriend has has the right to know, because then you know she he, it's not her decision whether he wants to continue their relationship, or cut it off. Like I don't want to be part of this. It's too much stuff, you know. And I think that by, if you do decide to leave your husband and you say, I moved on, you have to proceed with a di divorce and stuff like that. That takes like six more months because oh, the paperwork yeah. at Cook County is, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of like Chloe. Well, you don't know if they're from Chicago. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I'm just like Chloe Kardashian and Lamar Odom or like in California, when you do, you, you get divorced, you still have that six months or it could be longer. It depends on how much, how many people are getting divorced that paperwork and then they're mm. officially stamped. So mm. There's only one person who divorces the whole state. <laughs> 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 it gets put through the next day. I'll get to you right. uh, two months from now. Get me off of here. <laughs> I want to get divorced. Uh, I'm sorry. We thought you were dead for years. Your right. wife has remarried. Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. You. Oh, what? I've been hanging over that rouse. Yeah. I what? knew she was no good. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that gun I'm hiding behind my ceiling <laughs> or my wall? You've been dead for 20 years. Right. right. I thought that you were dead. What was I supposed to do? I had pot roast for dinner that night. Right. You never showed up. <laughs> oh, you know I'm part of the union. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to tell my friends with hard hats and all. <laughs> All right. All right, I so think in that's essence, it. So, right. <laughs> in, essence. <laughs> in essence, questioner, uh, yeah, seriously, just be honest, as honest as possible, because that, as was pointed out, will give the choice for the person that you're dating right now, and yeah. let them know, because uh, you can think of it this way, would you like it if they held something like this from you, right. if you yeah. found out about that, that's, that's one way to look at it, but, you know, if... If one lie happens like that, because lies of omission are still lies, right. yeah. if one of those happens, you know, who knows what else will come up then later on where you're like, oh, well, I didn't tell him this, so I don't have to tell him that. You know, it's, it, it just sort of compounds over time. Yeah. Right. So, and, and plus, it's like, um, it's just, are you, what is the reason why you're still with your husband if you said you already moved on? So mm. there's obviously some, 
Well, I mean, they could You're be holding on it could to be it. certain, di- I mean, different situations. I mean, you know, right. maybe like you said, divorce is difficult. Maybe he doesn't want to get divorced, you know, or, mm-hmm. and he's like, maybe, well, if I give you some time, you'll turn, you'll come to your mm-hmm. senses, you know, and, and she's like, no, I've already moved on. Okay. No, stop hurting me. No, I'm <laughs> but yeah, you know, and so, so there's, there's those things that you don't know why, but. Well, and divorce is expensive. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't have the money for a divorce. Well, not but even you, just the price to file a divorce because what is it? A split. 50-50. Yeah. Right. One go, you know, half goes to one, half goes to the other. Ooh, maybe someone doesn't want to get that and then doesn't want to give up that half. Yeah. Right. You know, so uh, again, whatever the reason is. Right. You know, just say mm-hmm. such. Like, yeah. hey, I don't want to be with you anymore. I can't be with you anymore. And stick to your guns when you do say that. Right. Um, you know, it's it's also, that's never fun to be put in that situation where, like, they're wishy-washy and it's like, but wait, now they're telling me that they want to be with me again? Right. But they just told me the other week, like, no, they want a divorce and they never want to be with me. So, you know, it's like. That, that's too much yeah. You're not being stress. fair to neither person. So. And to, your, to yourself, I think. Mm-hmm. Because you, everyone needs, you, that's a lot of headaches. And mm-hmm. then now, if he, your boyfriend doesn't know, then you're going to have to say, if he's calling you, your ex-husband's calling, or husband's calling you. Then you like, oh, oh, it's my friend. It's my girlfriend. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like, when, when people lie, and if you're the type of person that are a terrible liar, like, people can feel it, you know? Like, you know? Right. You're like, oh, your phone's ringing. Who's calling? Oh, George Washington. Uh, <laughs> terrible liar. He's the first president, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I had deal. one of those instances. <laughs> I had this <laughs> this girl that I was interested in. We weren't, like, fully dating at the time. Oh. But, like... We were we were at that like intensely hanging out point, and um, you know we were uh, we had finished up a dinner one night, and then we were just like relaxing at my place, and she kept getting this phone call on her phone. Oh, we kept sending it to voicemail, sending it to voicemail. By about the fifth time, she picks up the phone, like moves away, and has this like heated, like quiet conversation on the phone. And uh, but you, you can know, tell in her abrupt. face, probably yeah, I'm like. Right. Mm. <laughs> that's an awkward phone call right so i asked her after i'm like oh what was that all about she's like oh that was my roommate i'm like your roommate she's like yeah she gets really frustrated if she doesn't know where i am <laughs> i'm like what's uh, with your roommate right and me oblivious wow. because you know a lot of times i take people at their word right <laughs> so I mean, because you don't you don't imagine i mean oh. sometimes you, you why would you sit there and lie to my yeah, face some something like this with right. you with uh, on her roommate <laughs> I mean, or her dude, her girl, whatever. Oh. But that's that's too much. Oh stress. no, it was it was ridiculous. Cause then <laughs> later on, oh, you picked it up? No, 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 oh. no, no. I didn't like check her phone or anything like that. But then later on, uh, uh, once we finally like went out on a proper date, like yes, date. This is what it is. It's you a date. Like in, in, We've in all called it a date. Yeah. Well, like twice. Throughout the course of dinner on this proper date, I had said, I would like to take you out on a date. She was like, okay. <laughs> so we're out on the date. And then, like, she's talking about this trip that she had gone on uh, with her and her roommate. And, you know, they'd gone down to Texas to visit her roommate's family. And uh, um, uh, <laughs> she's, she's telling me about that. And she was like, I was really nervous about, like, meeting, you know, meeting her family and friends down there. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, what's mm. your deal? It's not like you have to <laughs> s- well, I'm like, it's not like you have to see them ever again, necessarily. Right. She's like, well, I just get nervous. Like, I like to make a good impression. I'm like, okay. Um, why? And then... <laughs> She talks about how, like, her roommate had just gotten her an iPhone for some present. I'm like, shoot, I wish my roommate would give me I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so then one more thing came up, and finally I was like, oh. So how long have you and your roommate been dating? Oh. <laughs> and she said, about a year. I'm like, oh. Right. Okay. So what's happening? Why are we on a date? Yep. Why are you out on a date with me? And then it turned into this whole thing. But I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, wow. Why would you do that? Yeah. Poor roommate. Yeah, exactly. And then I got confronted by the roommate later (gasps) on, who was actually very cool about it. She was like, I know you didn't know what was going on. So she's like, I wanted to be mad at you, but I can't be mad at you because you had no idea. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) you're right. I I was in the same situation, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't called roommate said oh the person i was dating said oh well, um i'm single so i was like okay okay 
And then next thing you know, I get an email. Ah. Leah's making a chipmunk face right, right now. Just so and you all know. the she mean words that called me. So I don't know how this person got my phone number. I was like, "Hello," you know. It's like, well, <laughs> and I was like, "I'm, you know what? Uh, you can have him because I'm not interested." <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't want to be part of it. You guys can do whatever you want. I'm out of it. I said I didn't know. I'm sorry, but I had no clue. If I had known you guys were dating. Um, I wouldn't be involved with someone like that because that's not the type of person I am. I'm not going to fight over a, <laughs> you know, chipmunk. a chipmunk. That's what amuses me is I, I, I mean, and this is unfair for the people who, you know, are involved or whatever, but like some the people who get upset at the other person that's mm-hmm. in the relationship as well is like, well, it's not their fault. It's check the person they who's had no cheating, idea. you know. Right. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, now if the guy says, well, yeah, I have a girlfriend. You still want to go out. You want to be a side Then chick. now you're responsible yeah, because you yeah. you know this. And if you keep on going out with the guy, then you, you, you have she has a right to yell at both of you all. Oh, yeah. You know, but if the other person doesn't know or the other person's not involved. That's what you call you know, a side you know. piece. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, any more questions or? Um, no. Okay. So, <laughs> no, no. so, so uh, since you were with Zanies, we figured we were like uh, in the show by talking about uh, Zanies, I guess, right? Right, right. Uh, okay. Talking about uh, advice sure. for comics or, or you know, uh, <laughs> how can you get booked at Zanies? Uh, uh, okay. I don't know. Stuff like that, right? Right. So for a new comedian that's like just doing open mic, but they want to, oh, I want to go to Zanies and I want to be the headliner. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, like, you know, there's people give it like a few that. years. Right. <laughs> First off, um, no, you know, big thing is you got to keep doing it mm-hmm. as many as many sets as you can do, get up and do them. Just grind them out. Continually write. Continually get on stage. Continually write. Keep generating new material. Keep working it out. Those are the big things that you got to do. It's not just like, yeah, I do an open mic once a month. I think I'm good. Right. Let's do this. You know, no. You got to be super dedicated to it. And it's tough. Like, you have to... I think a lot of times you also have to get out of the open mic scene, yeah, because yeah. it's it's a very insular scene. Uh, you know, you're performing for other comics, right? You know, at an open mic. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, so it's you got to get out there and and try and get at other clubs, mm. at other you know other venues, other crowds, bars, mm-hmm. right? You know, but just keep getting up. Get up and get stage. One thing I've noticed is like when you say open mics and stuff like that, because you can get stuck in that rut of open mics and just going. Like you have to go to the open mics. This is my advice: is that with a purpose, Mm -hmm. and it's to work out your material, Mm -hmm. and do that. You know, not 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 to be joining a clique or 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 trying to impress other comedians. You know, and and and, because I see I've seen this myself, and I've seen how when I'm out, there's like this group of people, and they have inside jokes at the Mm. open mics, and it's like. Inside jokes. This is what you guys do. You know, you guys have became. This has become your norm. Mm -hmm. Is basically going to open mics, and I'm trying to get better, so I can do better at my shows or do better at the when I get booked. You know, so Mm -hmm. so it's like have that purpose. You know, and don't get stuck in open mics. (laughs) No, and that's exactly it. Like the purpose of an open mic should be practice. Actually, getting on stage and saying the material and Mm -hmm. and and feeling out the beats of it and feeling out some audience reaction and granted every audience is going to be different Mm -hmm. so you never know how it's going to go but just even feeling how you say the words can be a huge help that's why you just got to get stage time Mm -hmm. so wherever you can get up and do it um but you know uh, you know i i i I never appreciated that sort of click mentality because it is it's insular i think it's stupid like first of all most of the comedians that do comedy are you're like didn't have any friends in high school you were awkward you were weird or something you know and then now that you're you're doing comedy now you're trying to leave someone out but remember you were that person before you know (laughs) that's the way i think of it i say Mm -hmm. hey try the black rooms the white room the latino any room Mm -hmm. really so that you can be better at because some jokes that work in a white audience may not work in a black audience Mm -hmm. or vice versa or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, but I think like, you know, sometimes there are, I mean, I've emailed some 
some open my you know like showcase in chicago it's not like a comedy club and they won't book me i'm like hey i'm working at riddles (laughs) 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 you know i'm working right i'm getting paid (laughs) Uh, uh, i featured you know what i mean Uh, so but like no but we all have to we all have to agree that you're funny Mm, so i was like well okay i'm like dude you go to hollywood it doesn't work like that you are on your own when mm-hmm. you get on stage your inside jokes not funny because mm-hmm. now you're performing in front of like like the executives of abc or whatever mm-hmm. and they're you need clean material yep. um what can i do can i put you on a show sitcom exactly Th- is there is what more to them. your stand-up than yeah. this can you exactly. sing can you dance right. exactly and that's why i tell the comics like for the female funnies when i book them i have a a, a, a template that I always include. I call it my spiel. Here's my spiel, guys. So, you know, I tell them, give me, you know, give me a clean-ish set. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't right. have to be squeaky. I don't need cruise ship material, you know. <laughs> but I need something that you could get away with on The Tonight Show. Right. Or anything like Like, something that you could get away with on network television. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you can't say it there, don't say it here. Because... That should be your goal, right? To get up on things like that, right? I think it's a great practice too, because what you're, whatever you're doing, like you know, at Zanies and stuff like that, you can you can tell like, oh, well, I can do that on tonight's show. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that's the type of, and it's like you're, it's mainstream. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You want to be mainstream. I mean, people are always gonna, in my opinion, people are always gonna laugh at poo jokes. People are always gonna (laughs) laugh at, you know, and, and so the thing is, if you can challenge yourself to challenge the audience's mind by your comedy that's right. great and that's what i like to do you know in my comedy is like let me challenge your mentality challenge what you're thinking or, or if i say something i'll take a couple of seconds for you to catch it and then you're like oh wow that was really smart you know mm-hmm. instead of me going around talking about boobs and and and, and poo yep. and and and, <laughs> and this is why and, you know. like i love a comic like gilbert gottfried mm-hmm. he's one oh! of my uh, oh, he's one of my favorites like i love him whenever he comes to the club i'm, I'm doing his eyes right now all right all right let her finish go ahead <laughs> <laughs> no you know he's got uh, um he's got a whole dvd called dirty jokes mm-hmm. all just filthy filthy material and you know he's infamous for the aristocrats bit mm-hmm. just filthy and offensive but then he's got these other bits, like a lot of the impressions that he does. Right. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> one time he uh, he started off his set doing um, who is that? Who is that? Uh, a very famous Jewish comic was it Checky Green? Okay, I'll tie the soup. Where's the spoon? Oh, uh, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> that I can't I can't think of the comic's name. Um, but he started off doing an impression of this comic. Two minutes, like, just, like, kept banging it out. The audience was loving it. They're like, yeah, all right, all right. And then, like, he kept going with it. And, it, you know, it kind of had that family guy effect. Right. Uh, you know, where it's like, okay, like, all right, okay, we get it. And some guy in the audience was like, okay, we get it. Oh, and wow. he was like, oh, you want more? Uh-huh. And then he launched into another five minutes of an impression of this comic. And the audience just lost it. They were like, yeah. <laughs> So it's being able to just be mindful of stuff like right. that and work the room. And he wasn't dirty during that set. Right. Like during that bit, he didn't have to be. Right. But then at the end of it, he busted out his dirty jokes because <laughs> he knows that. Yeah, because you know closer. it's like. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, you know, it, I get that a comic doesn't want to feel like they're having to pander mm-hmm. to an on. Like, no, this is my voice. This is what I do. Right. Edgy. But I'm if dirty. If right. But if you're so good, you should be. You should be able to. Eloc- I heard a guy say, uh, "I was in line at the Laugh Factory, and they basically said, you know, you just have to be clean material, you know, three minutes, whatever they give you." And uh, he's like, well, "Well, you know, I don't. What if I don't do clean material?" I'm like, "Well, then why don't you just give up right now?" I mean, because if yeah. you can't do yeah. what people are going to ask you, if TV executives ask you, "Give me three minutes of clean material right now, and we're going to make a sitcom about your life," and you and you, well, I don't do that. All oh. I got is dick jokes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You know, so, so what are you in this for? I mean, are you, are you trying to be su- successful or you just want to be a dirty comic? You know? Right. And so you have to think of those things. I mean, I started out dirty and um, now <laughs> I've done like church shows, which is to mm-hmm. t- polar opposite of yep. how I started. Because 
I didn't know comedy really. So when I was, was watching comedy, I didn't even know stand. I, I discovered stand up. Um, like right, we late. can tell your life story. Uh, when I was when I was twenties, <laughs> and then you know, and they said, "Have you heard of Eddie Murphy?" Like, yeah, he, he's an actor. It's like, no, he does stand up. It's like stand up. Mm-hmm. So I found out about him later on. It's like, oh my god. So he's wearing leather. Yeah, and Eddie then Murphy? I and then they're like, oh, have you heard of um, uh, who's that guy that Richard Pryor? Mm. And I was like. Yeah, he's an actor, you know, and then like <laughs> all of this is to me actors like no, no, they're stand up comedians. <laughs> and so all of them were wearing leather yeah, and they were all dirty, you know, the ones that I saw. So I, I thought being a comedian means you wear leather and dirty. So when I started, out, I would I wore leather pants. I literally wore leather p- pants and it was like my cream colored leather pants. Ah. And then, (laughs) 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 exactly. And I was very dirty. And then Mm. somebody said, "You know, you don't have to be dirty to be funny." I was like, "Really? Exactly? What? What?" And then now it's like mind blown. Exactly. So there you have it. Uh, So we we had to wrap up because we uh, went over time, but. The cat uh, scratching the cat couch. Scr- okay. she, we wasted, we wasted five Jimmy minutes Hoffa? on the cat hey. <laughs> scratching the couch. Um, He's chilling. But uh, thanks for thanks for coming out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for sitting of in with course. us. This um, was a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the advice uh, for the comics who are who out there to the, out there listening. Um, and another thing, how come I've not been booked for the all female show? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, let me tell you, uh, Jimmy Alpha says, book this guy. Um, no, uh, <laughs> but yeah, thank you. Uh, um, is there anywhere people can see you or contact you? I mean, oh, besides your, going your, to Zany's, the shows that you produce, the burlesque shows, the burlesque shows. Oh, yeah, uh, a lot of those shows. Um, I am regularly, except for this next weekend, uh, I help. A stage manager, a really cool show at the Uptown Underground called Pervesque Presents. Ooh. So it's more of the crazy. Oh, I like, like that. Like Red Rum, Very one of my finished. all-time favorite burlesque performers here in the city. Red Rum. Red Rum. Um, she's got this just wicked vision. Um, you know, she does. She has good eyes. Horrorlesque. <laughs> she mm. called Horror. like yeah. So like you get stuff like that. Like, our Halloween shows have been ridiculous. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, wow. you know, you'll get more of the... You're not going to get your your traditional fan dances oh, and right. things like With that. With the martini glass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're going to get more, <laughs> like... Uh, uh, her. She, one of her things is she'll, like, strip down to, like, like muscle and sinew, like, makeup or bodysuit. So, mm. like, literally stripping and, like, skin. Oh, wow. like Almost, like, stripping off skin. So, oh. uh, you know, you get more stuff like that, which is awesome so like pervest presents every saturday at midnight at the uptown um red rum uh old folks from the 1901 joseph and vine are they uh, from really old folks from 1901 well the 1901 <laughs> gallery that's a whole other thing closed down a couple years ago mm. um but now like that troop and that was like super super like anything went pretty much mm. um i think there was there's a story about a performer sticking X amount of crucifixes up their butt. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then, like, pulling them out during the act. Wow. Yeah, it happened. Painful. Only at the 1901. <laughs> right. So, you know, like, they've uh, banded together and, and kept a, 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 an offbeat energy alive with mm-hmm. Provesque Presents. So, mm. every Saturday, midnight at the Uptown Underground. Woo woo. Woo woo. Do you have a website? Uh, I do, yes. Mm-hmm. com. Um, and you will find out things like my writing that I do as well, graphic novels and such. Nice. So, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, so check well, that out, Facebook as well. What, what we'll do is when, when um, we'll blog about this, and then the cool. your information will be there, and then about the shows that you help out with for best. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, presents. I uh, don't think I'm pronouncing it right, but I w- yeah, <laughs> we would like to check it out and see it. Cool. Yeah, um, burlesque shows are pretty burlesque. Cool. Mm-hmm. I, I hosted one, and I was like, "This is ridiculously <laughs> awesome!" Like, I mispronounce names like Jess Louis, Jess Louis, oh, geez, Louise. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't know. The honey like, they were like, "Jeez Louise." Yeah. It was good, and, and then there's the girl that was. She had like. This thing, she had a grinder, a grinder, oh. and sparks are flying. I know a few grinder girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she was it's pretty cool. I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow. I mean, it it blew my yeah. mind because it was like different from yeah. like stand up. And I think, and and like I was like, you mean you're not charging to go? <laughs> and so people, there were a lot of people, and they were like, 
what how are they even i was like it's it's art <laughs> <laughs> this is why it's tough to make a living in burlesque in right. chicago right <laughs> i guess in general but yeah <laughs> right any art is seriously you grind right. that out yeah Okay, Hope we might well, get kids. <laughs> <laughs> keep on, keep, keep on, on, kids. Keep on, keep on trucking. <laughs> so, yeah, when, thank when, you. What were you going to say? Uh, when is the next uh, female show? Uh, we just had one this last Monday. So okay. the next one, third Monday in November, I believe, is the 16th. Something like that. November 16th. Uh, yep. Again, it will be on our blog under Mr. and Mrs. Smith Comedy.com. Jenna's um, podcast will be there and her information and everything else. And check it out on iTunes as well. So oh, yeah, there, iTunes so. under Mr. and Mrs. Smith Talk Relationships. Yay. Yeah. Thank you for stopping yeah, by. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Okay, well, our audience want to clap it up. Uh, thank you, audience, for being here. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you, audience. You've been wonderful. You've been so wonderful. That, that battery, like, it seems like it's, it sounds like they're starting to boo. It <laughs> 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 just gets slower. They're like, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Somebody's boy. It's not that one guy. Okay, we're gonna record this clapping track for boo. the sound machine. Boo. Boo. All right. It's like, boo. I'm Jamie Hoffa. Right, you're not getting paid. All right. Good night, guys. All right. Good night. They don't know if it's day or oh, night. Oh, good. Good that. Good die, son. I'm just kidding. Good night. What? That podcast was recorded at night. There's a picture of Jenna. Well, I'll never. All right. Well, thank you guys, and see you later. And. Thank you for stopping in, Jenna. Ciao, bunga. Bye bye. Bye. I ain't gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight. I gave up doing the air tonight. If I hear those words one more time, don't sit very still and scream in my mind. I ain't gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight. I gave up doing the air tonight. Everything's wrong, everything stinks. The only thing that broke a hallelujah is the kitchen sink.